Hey, queens and kings, this is Sharana Reeves, and you are listening to These Three Things Podcast, a podcast for women, where the conversation is about us, our relationships, and every area of our lives. This show is about unity, support, kindness, and keeping it 100% real. So we can rise up, move, we've got the victory, burn up smooth, these three things, higher, higher we go, don't stop, we're to the close. Hey, queens. Hey, kings. And good people. I am Sharana Reeves. You are listening to These Three Things Podcast. And it's great to be back this week. I know I left you guys with a repost episode of the Kings of Atlanta. That episode is a true These Three Things listening fan favorite episode, which is partially why I chose it. But first, let me just say this. Last week, I had to take off, you guys, because my daughter is in her junior year at Tennessee State University in Nashville. Go Tigers. And she moved into an apartment this year, and she was like, Mom, I want you to come up, help me get moved in, help me to decorate my room, get all of my things together. And obviously, as mom, I wanted to see the apartment. It is a gated community, so that was really nice to know that I wasn't sending her up there in a community where anybody could just roll up and roll in. So... That was nice to see. There's just no way possible with the editing piece that I have to do with each episode that I would have been able to have anything ready for last Tuesday. So thank you for riding with me. Thank you for those of you who tuned in again and listened to the Kings of Atlanta. Thank you for those who were new and listened to it. Editing is a big piece of podcasting. For those of you who are thinking about getting into the podcasting world, Most people pay others to do their editing because editing is just such a big piece of the show. However, me, I just can't imagine paying someone for something that I am capable of doing, so I do all of my own editing. And with that being said, I had to go out of town last weekend and I wasn't able to upload or get edited a complete new episode for Tuesday. So I left you guys in good hands with the Kings of Atlanta, Matthew, Harry, and Barry. Harry was aka Chris, if you guys remember. He didn't necessarily want his real name to be out there at first until he realized that he was in good hands with me. I was going to make sure that he was represented in a light that would be pleasing to him and everything that he said, but these guys are quality guys, so that was easy. There were some hysterically funny moments in that episode. If you have not watched... I think I'm up at over 500 views on it now, but there is an episode on my Instagram at These Three Things Podcast where I have a one-on-one with Barry after the episode. It is really just like Barry, Barry, Barry. You know how the Brady Bunch was like Marsha, Marsha, Marsha? The Kings of Atlanta (laughs) is truly Barry, Barry, Barry. Everybody just loves Barry, but you know what? The reason why people love Barry, and it's not that Matthew and Harry were not true, real brothers and came and spoke uh, their truth and their thoughts as well. Barry just resonates to a lot of us because he says the things that many men think but aren't always comfortable to say. And I think at any time when you see someone who's willing to just step out and speak it, we all appreciate it. And so Barry just resonates with uh, my listeners. And he knows that. So, again, if you haven't had a chance to check it out on my Instagram, 
page, there is a one-on-one -on -one with Barry and I that I think lasted for maybe 45 minutes to an hour. We never ran out of things to say. Uh, Barry's a pretty funny guy. So check it out if you haven't had a chance to. And um, let's get into today's episode. This is not a full episode. This actually isn't even an inter interview. What happened was this. After 20 years of coaching college basketball, can you imagine how many families I have met, how many people I have recruited, how many homes I have been into? We're not even talking about the people that I actually signed or came to the school that I was recruiting them for. I'm just talking about families just in general. You know, players that never even played for me, but just families that I built relationships with over the years. Well, from that, you kind of get to know people and you kind of get to where you can read people really well uh, after so long. Well, what happened was Victoria and I had gotten on the phone and we started talking. Before we could get the interview even going, we had said a couple of things to each other and then I'd let her know that, you know, she asked me was the, this episode going to be um, a video and I told her, well, I'm not sure. I mean, even though we were seeing each other on Zoom, I didn't know if I was going to release it as a video just because um, I had just really learned how to record the video on Zoom and then also too, it wasn't something that I was really used to because I'm typically used to recording face-to-face -face with all of my guests. And when I told her that, she was like, well, do you want to get together and record this face-to-face? -face? And why absolutely I do, because I was just so excited to meet Victoria. I was so excited to meet Victoria. And let me just give two shout-outs right now of the two people that made this happen. Steve Barry from Tullahoma, Tennessee, which is a town where my mom grew up, born and raised, Tullahoma, Tennessee, um, really helped me get connected with Victoria. Uh, she is family to him. He's known Victoria since he was a kid, and he did a great job of reaching out to Victoria and making the connection. And also to a really good friend of mine, Alfonso Alexander, who had mentioned to me uh, when I first started the podcast, I definitely needed to talk to Victoria. So it's just really nice to know people who know people that think enough of you to get you connected with quality people so that you can have a quality conversation. And y'all, let me just tell y'all, Victoria Edie Butler is a quality sister. Just from the beginning of our conversation, I felt like I'd known her for years. This sister is just a light. And I am so excited for y'all to listen to our conversation and just, you hear it in her voice. You hear it in how she speaks about the people that she works with, how she talks about Fawn Weaver, who is the owner of Uncle Nearest Premium Brand Whiskey, who, uh, and I don't, I don't wanna get off into telling the story because I'll, I'll talk too much and I'll tell y'all because I want y'all just to hear it. But this is not a full interview. Victoria and I, are still trying to work out our schedules. Really, it's just her schedule. Because when you a master blender and you are just needed all over the world to sign bottles and to represent this amazing African-American whiskey brand, your schedule is busy. Sister is very busy. So I reached out to her to let her know that I was going to share uh, the partial interview that she and I had done back in May. This was actually back in May when Victoria and I had gotten together. And um, we were trying to set up a time as to when we could go ahead and follow up and do the in-person interview. 
Victoria kindly let me know that uh, let's try to get it done before Christmas. <laughs> and I had to laugh because I'm like, geez, Louise, like your schedule is tight. And she's like, yeah, like I'm everywhere right now. But that is so awesome. That is so awesome. You will be able to tell from just this conversation that I'm sharing with you guys this sister is a total queen. She is a total light. She is joy. When I listen to her talk, she just makes me smile. So let me tell you guys, I actually was able to attend the grand opening on Juneteenth in Shelbyville, Tennessee, the grand opening of Uncle Nearest Whiskey Distillery. Fawn Weaver, which you'll hear Victoria talk about in this episode, uh, built a $50 million on 270 acres distillery. Okay, and had the grand opening on Juneteenth weekend. Actually, it was a Friday, Saturday, Sunday ordeal. I was there for the Saturday. When I tell you that black excellence was on full display, I was in awe. I was honored. I found myself shedding a tear or two. I had the chance to watch Victoria at work. When I first walked up to where she was signing bottles, because they had her out as the master blender in her own tent signing nearest green bottles. You could go in and purchase your bottles and then uh, your bottles of whiskey and then bring them out to her and she would personally sign it for you. When I first got there, there was a line wrapped around the tent waiting on Victoria to sign bottles. Her energy was on a thousand. She was happy to see everybody. She was talking to everybody. She was taking pictures. She was laughing. She was full of joy. I left because there were so many people that I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to stop her from doing what she was doing just to say hello. So I said, well, you know, the line will die down. I'll come back and I'll have an opportunity to say hello. So I go out into the field where they have live music playing. They have another other huge massive tents set up out there where they have cocktails that they have created with Uncle Nearest whiskey that they want you to try. So I'm just out there grazing, just grazing and testing like I should do. It was the right thing to do. And just having a ball, listening to the music. People are out dancing. I went in and bought some gear. I bought a coffee mug because y'all know how I am about coffee. And you best believe I was coming up out of Uncle Nearest Distillery with an Uncle Nearest coffee mug. Bought myself a shirt, just really toured the facilities, and just was really in awe and just thinking the whole time about my ancestors and the fact that Victoria's great-great-grandfather is the reason why we are here celebrating today. And it just made my heart glad. So back to the story. I circled back around after I'd kind of gone out for about an hour and a half and just really enjoyed the festivities and grazing at the different tents where the drinks were. Um, went back to the tent where Victoria was signing bottles. You guys, an hour and a half to two hours later, lines still wrapped around the tent. Victoria's energy is still on a thousand. Same person I saw almost two hours ago with even more people, I think, that was in the line at that time still waiting for her patiently waiting for her to sign their whiskey bottles. And I finally just kind of tapped her and I was like, hey, I said, this is Sharana from These Three Things Podcast. Jumped right up, hugged me immediately. It was so good to see her, just so good to embrace with her. And I let her quickly get back to what she was doing. I did have a chance to meet Fawn. It was very quick though, because you can only imagine if you, if you 
are the owner of a distillery, how many people are pulling on you at the opening of your distillery. So I did get a chance to introduce myself to Fawn and say a quick hello to her, this sister. I am really gonna do my best. Now, if I can barely get Victoria because of her schedule, you can only imagine what trying to coordinate a schedule will be like to get Fawn, but I'm really working on getting Fawn on these three things too, because there's just so much to talk about with her as well. But I wanted to share that with you guys. If you guys are whiskey drinkers, uh, please support this black-owned company. Victoria Edie Butler is the master blender, the first female master blender, the first African-American master blender. This sister is a first. By all means, enjoy this interview. It's not a full interview. At some point, when our schedules can come together, there will be a full interview where I will have a chance to ask Victoria all of the questions that I really wanted to ask her. To say that I have had a chance to interview the first black master blender in the history of whiskey in the United States of America, and she happens to be a woman, I can't even tell y'all what that meant to me. I can't even begin to tell you what this sister means to me, but you will hear it when you hear this voice and this light and all this energy and all this joy. So let me stop talking and share with you guys this conversation that I had with the 2021 Master Blender of the Year, Victoria Edie Butler. Enjoy. Hello. Hi, Victoria. How are you? I'm well. Are you? I'm great. I'm great. I am, just for the uh, sake of the recording, I am, um, I see you. Um, hi. <laughs> you are beautiful. Yeah, use your earbuds and mute your computer. Okay, hang on just a moment. Okay. Okay. Let me see where I put them. Okay. Am I gonna? Is this gonna be? Um, are we just talking on this? Or are you gonna be showing my face once we do it? Well, you know what? I'm just. I'm. I'm really just going. Uh, wait and see. Can you still hear me? Okay, yeah, I'm j I'm, I, I had really just planned on us just talking, but then I wanted to see your face, and I just figured out how to record it, because I usually don't record this way. Everything I've done has always been in person, so uh -huh. I always have my lighting and everything set up. I'm a whole production team, just <laughs> so you know. Well, so, well, would, would you prefer to do it in person? I would absolutely love to do this in person with you and just sit down and talk, because I have so many things I want to talk to you about, even just from... Okay. Cause I'm okay. Cause I am here in Tennessee, but I got I'm here for a funeral today. My aunt um, on my grandmama's side, the Tilford side, her husband's mother passed away, so I just left a funeral. But I'm coming back again because my high school coach just died too. So I'm gonna oh. go back to Georgia, but I'm coming back. I would love to come out and just sit with you and just talk. Cause this, I don't watch so many videos on you and just listen to you. I don't even want to, I mean, I get the nearest story and we're gonna talk about that. But just so many things, Victoria, as a woman who spent 30 years in working for the feds, I mean, to yeah. be living our ancestors, like living 
our ancestors dreamed, like what they did to be a part of that. That's the stuff I want to talk about with you face to face. Like, well, let's talk about it. When can you tell me when are you coming back? Okay, well, my sister just told me he passed away this morning. You know, white people, it don't take them long to bury folks. So, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, I may be back Monday or Tuesday. So, you let me know what works for you. Well, of course, Monday and Tuesday are no good. Okay, that's okay. I'm going to come back when you tell me to come back because I want to sit face to face and just like really just talk. Like, woman talk, black women talk. What's the world of okay. whiskey like for black women? Has it been, has it, you know, have you been welcomed? You know, and just well, the whole. We can do all of that. Yeah. But I want to reschedule and do the whole thing. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So look, I'll be honest with you. We are planning for our reopening. I saw that. I saw that. And girl, we are just crazy busy. You would prefer the weekend, right? I would prefer whatever you what works for you. Like this is what I okay. do. So but you don't live in, in, in I live in Savannah, Georgia, but all my people here in Murfreesboro. So, okay. yeah. And I need to come to Savannah, Georgia. You really do. If you come to Savannah, um, Georgia, you're going to have some of the best food you ever had in your life. I just moved there about a year and a half ago after I stopped coaching. I, I need to make something. I, I actually have um, the chef at, um, oh, my God, why is this escaping me? Uh, she's a she's a uh, James Beard um, uh, award winning chef mm -hmm. at um, oh my goodness that is terrible her, her name is Samba um, hmm it, I, I, my eyes just gone blank but she's in Savannah mm -hmm. I need to send you to her restaurant well please remember because I sure want to go. It's so, so good. I, I met her last uh, September. I did a thing with the group in Chattanooga, mm -hmm. and she was one of the chefs. And why is it her name? And in Savannah. In mm. Savannah. Uh, let me look in my contacts and see if it triggers something. I'm trying to think of uh, all of the, is, 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 she, is it a soul food place? I think it's, it's soul food, but it's got a Cajun spin on it. Mm -hmm. I think I know what you're talking about. I think I know what mm. you're talking about. Uh, I'm looking for it, but I don't. It's not sweet potatoes, is it? No. It's not sweet potatoes. Okay. Because there's, there's a lot of good soul food in Savannah. Yeah. But there's a lot of good seafood in Savannah, too. I wish I could just make it where I could come to you. Go see her. Do a bottle sign. Um, that would be let's awesome. Put a, let's put a pin in this. Okay. I'm gonna speak to. I'm gonna speak to our Georgia uh, uh, brand manager. Okay. And let me see if I can't get something worked out before June 19th. If not, uh, right after. Okay. And. Um, I could come to you and we could go to dinner or something. I would love that. Wouldn't that be good? I would love that. It's Me just too. so much. I mean, oh my goodness. So much to talk about. I, 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 I,
lost is why I can't remember this gal's name. I'm oh. telling you, my, my mind is blank today. <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> I, I reached out to her because I had planned to come to Savannah. Yeah. Um, week before last. Okay. And um, my guy was coming with me, and he got his times all messed up, so I canceled. We were just coming. To just enjoy. Yes. Coming on a Thursday leave. And he got everything messed up. We wound up just going to our place in Florida. Oh. Um, well, I say ours. It's really his. <laughs> Which is yours. Uh, <laughs> yes. After eight years, I kept myself. That's right. That's right. Um, but, but I'll figure this out. And let's just reschedule. Okay. Either you'll come here or I'll come there. And we'll have a sit down. We can just talk and enjoy. Yes. Yeah, I would love that. And I would love to see what you do, like just when you do your bottle signings and how that goes, just like really to watch you work. Like I really am enamored with this whole thing that you do and just, you know, talking about how you, like I said, did something for 30 years and then the Lord just opens up this pivot, you know? Girl, he's so good. I mean, so yeah. Good. Like, so on, on the, after we finally got on the call today, I um I did my, my spiel, told the story where we talked about, you know, where I started, where I am. And then the young man uh went into, you know, just how good the Lord is. Mm. In spite of we talking about whiskey, that's all right. <laughs> that's all right. Yes. But just the history itself for me to be able to to walk in these big shoes that my great great grandfather laid out. Yeah. And um, he was reading from the comments that people were putting in the chat. Yep. And girl, I got to cry. Yeah. I said, oh my God. I, I said, I didn't intend to mess up my freaking yeah. passion. Yes. But it, I just got overwhelmed. It's cry worthy. And it was cry worthy. Yeah, it's cry worthy. I say this all the time because I do, you know, this podcast is about black women. And I just did a show with a group of women from Houston, Texas. And we were talking about black women and stereotypes. And I was just talking about how we are our ancestors' biggest, wildest dreams. Yes, now. We yes, are. Now. Yes. But it's owned by a black woman. Yes. Like and she is so phenomenal. Fawn is a whole mood. She is a oh whole mood. She is. She's something else. Yeah. When oh I, God, I, I Me too. And I'm, I'm watching videos of her and I'm like, sister, where did you come from? Where I mean, like, you are a whole and mood. Yeah. Yes. And so that's why she runs our company. We do not um, work under the parameters of what the spirit industry has, has set forth. Yeah. We are in our own lane, doing our own thing. Yes. And knocking it out the park. Yeah. And it starts by her lead. Yes. Yeah. Um, she, she's beautiful. She's intelligent. I, I mean, she's and passionate. Brilliant, has a brilliant mind. Yes. Yeah. Of anybody I've ever known. Yeah. She's long suffering. You know, you mess up, own it, keep going. Yeah. You know, she's just, 
Yeah. She's special. She really is. You know. So, so you have got to meet her. Yes, I would love to. I would love to. And you know what? I may make it back up here for the June 19th thing. Just, you know, just to be, just to experience the opening of it all. You know what I'm saying? And to be a part of it. I would love to see yes. that, you know, and just, you know, be in the presence of y'all. Because I'm telling you, I am just in such awe. And I get emotional. I watched a couple of videos of yours and I get emotional because I'm like, you know, just having all these conversations with women and black women, because that's typically what I do on my show, you know, and just thinking about like our ancestors and how so many women, just like you, Victoria, like, you know, have so much to offer, have so many dreams and you're getting to live that out. And I think about our ancestors who were women that had all of these things too, but the world just wasn't ready for them yet, you know? And so I feel like there's such a responsibility for us to set the stage for the generation coming behind us, but understand that we are what our ancestors desired to be and to walk in the fullness of that, to celebrate your great, great grandfather and to be yes. a part of carrying that on, for Fawn to have a desire to do that, for y'all to end up connecting. See, all of those yes. are God things. How do you talk about yes. that? You know? It did not happen um, by coincidence. No. It was definitely planned. Yes. It was the timing, God's timing. Mm. That Fawn came on, that he picked me, that he handpicked all of the team yeah. for such a time yeah. It was all there waiting for Vaughn to come along, read the story in the New York Times, and 14 months later, this whiskey is born. Yes. And she didn't even, she wasn't coming to Lynchburg to make whiskey. Yeah. She wasn't? No, she came to Lynchburg to gather information to write a book. Vaughn is a best-selling New York Times publisher. She didn't have this in her in her, in her, uh, on her agenda. Wow. She was not coming to make it. Okay, now see, that's... She wanted to know more about this unknown, once-enslaved brother and write a book about his life, his descendants, his, the contributions that he made to the industry, but she did not intend to make it. And then mm. once she, this, all this research started coming about, she pivoted after a conversation with with, one, with family. Yeah. It was at a meeting in Nashville at a Church of Christ. Mm. And they asked, she asked them, knowing what we know now, how would you guys like me to proceed in helping y'all to ensure that Mary Queen's legacy is never forgotten? And one of those family members, after a long call, mm-hmm. said, we would like to see his name on a bottle. And little did he know that that meant a distillery. He meant a um, a, a bottle of a, a, yeah. a celebration. Yeah, like for Jack to do something to honor him or something. Exactly. Yeah. And then July of 2017, Vaughn came to for June of 2016. And July 2017, our whiskey hits the shelf. And you and sitting up here with a palate for whiskey and didn't even know it most of your life. And didn't even know it. What she did for me was unleash a passion I didn't even know existed. Girl, stop. Listen. That's Tell cry. You. Listen. That's cry worthy every time you say that. Every freaking time. Every time. Every time. To God be 
to God be the glory. Because you know what? You can sit here and say that your great-great-grandfather, yo, you were not forgotten. Your work was not forgotten. God brought your work and your passion to fruition. Maybe you didn't live to see it, but it was not forgotten. And you know what that reminds me of? There's a, there's a museum in Montgomery, Alabama that honors everybody that was lynched. Uh, in in the slave, like from every state. And I need to go to that. Oh, I have not been let me tell you. Thing. Let me tell you. It will move you in a way that you 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 feel the spirit of our ancestors there on a deeper level than you can imagine through the whole process. It was exquisitely done, and so when you walk through it, your your spirit is really heavy because you see the names of people, and then on those pallets you see names of where it just says whole families would move into a new city, Victoria, and get lynched before anybody even knew their names. So you see like a whole family just unknown, 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 unknown. And so there's such a heaviness. But what they did is as you walk through it and move through it, on the outside where the sun rises and sets on this particular, yeah. the sun sets on this particular part of the uh, uh, site, the museum, uh -huh. every person's body has been laid to rest. So you see them all uh -huh. on the ground with their names. And there is yeah. a moment where you, it's like we say, we, we acknowledge you being here. We acknowledge yeah. your life. It was yeah. not in vain. You are not just an unknown. We lay you to rest. And I, and I feel like that when I think about your great-great-grandfather, to know that, you know what, you were not forgotten. Your name will not be on a bottle. This world will know you. And your legacy in this is just the right thing. I mean, Fawn was... It, it is the right thing. Yeah. And, 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 and when this thing started, Fawn was saying her husband were investing all of their own funds while she was trying to raise money. Now, now we have investors, and we are literally building out a $50 million Two hundred and seventy acre distillery. Man, come on, come on, come on. That is that is nothing but God. That is nothing. Just lined up perfectly. Mm. Just lined up perfectly. And, and keep in mind, I've only you know we're, we're not five years old. Yeah. I've only been on the scene, but the team for two years. And a master, and a master already. And a master Come on, girl. Listen. How do you sit with yourself? How do you sit with yourself some days? I mean, that's... that's look, look, my, my, my son keeps me humble. He stands up. You know, because people always reach me in, and, and, and I tell him about it. I only have one child. Yeah. And we are really close. And so I, 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 I tell him about things, and he's like... Um, when I did the thing with Al Roker, uh, uh, he was all excited. He was there. Yes. And so afterwards, he was like, uh, Mama, that don't mean you don't miss me, little boy. I said, Yeah. Go on. Yeah. Listen, and meatloaf, that'll level you. Like, but he, he keeps me humble. Yeah. Just no one really, um, it, it's not about me, it's about Mirror's Clean, and it's about those. But you were clearly um, chosen. You do realize that, though. I do. I do. I do realize yeah. that. And I accept it. And it, it is the most beautiful mm. responsibility mm. that I've become. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, would, I wouldn't trade this journey for anything. Yes. I, the team of people that 
A lot of love in them bottles. Oh, it is. That's it a is. lot of love. And, and it comes, you know, it really does. Yep. Come from the soul. Yep. I see that. So yeah, we gotta meet the house in person. Absolutely. Because uh, I can already tell you, you are gonna be one of my favorite people. So, well. Um, we we gotta make this happen. Okay. We, make this happen. we will. So I'll get with I'll get with Jay. Okay. Um. Uh. Uh. Jay is uh, he's a brother in Atlanta. Okay. Oh my, okay. A Morehouse Capital. launching season three on the 28th of this month which is a Tuesday so that gives me time I have several episodes recorded already and the Lord has sent me in a completely different direction too where God's like I want you to do a few interviews but there's a lot of things that I want for you just to specifically talk about just you so okay I'm on uh Pandora I'm on iHeartRadio they've both picked up my podcast now I'm in about 48 countries and pretty much everywhere in the United States of America. This little podcast is blown up. The Lord, we, We'll talk about that when we see each other in person, but yes. this was totally yes. God. I walked away from coaching and was like, okay, Lord, what's the next thing? Moved to Savannah, Georgia, uh, thinking, you know what, I'm going to invest and start in the co- get coffee shops because I'm a big coffee person. I'm like, you know what, people pay a lot of money for coffee. Yes. So I'm like, you know what, I want to get in this coffee industry because people pay for coffee. I love it. It's something that I'm passionate about. And just, you know, taking this time to figure out what my next move is. And God was like, you know how you've always been passionate about black women being in better relationships with each other. And I'm like, yeah, Lord. He was like, it's time for you to step out on that. It's needed. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. Lord, do you know how big that is? You know how much stuff we got as black women? He was like, yeah, but I got you. Just, you know, move in it. And so I just started, you know, trying to figure out, okay, how would this work? And what's crazy, Victoria, is that I went to school at the University of Alabama to do exactly what I'm doing right now, production, advertising, marketing. And you thought you wasn't going to use it. I thought I wasn't going to use it. I thought I... That's why Fawn is in, is just, just completed her first semester at University of Alabama with a 4.0. Well, tell her roll tide. Yes, roll tide. <laughs> roll tide. Roll tide. 
Yes. I love that. So my, my, my son made me become an Alabama fan. I mean. Um, he absolutely loves it. He, he decorated his room. And so we have been Roll Tide fans yes. for uh, 31 years. Yeah. He, he's 36, and he got into it when he was about five. Yeah. Well, their College of Communications at the time I graduated from was third in the country. And when I tell you, they prepared me. I actually won an internship to New York, but I had a coaching job. And my mom and daddy was like, you don't know nothing about them people in New York. You better take that coaching job. And I took the coaching job. But little did I know. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? And you know, they'll scare us. Okay. Absolutely. I would love to meet her. Love to. You, 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 I've got to connect y'all. So, so it, it probably would be better if you came here. Okay. you you got to meet fun. Well, if you're going to be here on June 9th, well, that'd be a bad day because you'll be running all over the place. Yeah. Just look at your schedule and tell me, Victoria. I'm coming. Okay. Whenever you say. You, you, you have got to meet her. I would love to. And you need to talk to her. Yeah, we got to make that happen. Okay. we got to make that happen. Okay. I'll get these, these calendars together, and um, in the meantime, if you have not tapped the bottom of Uncle Mears, you need to try it. Listen. I had planned, I, last night, I didn't get here till like 3 o'clock this morning. So last night I was like, I got to get this. I wanted to have drank it before I spoke to you. But as soon as we finish this, I'm, I'm about to get one. I drink whiskey. As a matter of fact, let me just tell you, I am legendary Jack Daniels. Everybody has called me. Everybody who knows me knows that I love Jack Daniels. So to know that your great-great-grandfather was who taught him how to distill, I'm like, I knew Jack Daniels had to have some black in him somewhere because I have always been a Jack Daniels lover. And people would be like, Jack Daniels? I'm like, this is great whiskey. I don't know what y'all are talking about. It is great whiskey. Yes, yes. He does put out a great product. Consistent, yes. It's going to always be Yeah, so I can't wait to get my hands on the bottle. Are you in Murfreesboro today? I'm in Murfreesboro today. I'm in Murfreesboro today. Okay, how long are you going to be here? I'm going to be here till tomorrow. Okay, so um, are you scared to get out? Not at all. Are you, are you out and about? I'm out and about. I would love that. I would I'm love done, that. I'm done at 7 o'clock. I'll be done working. Okay. You tell me where. So, so one of my favorite places, the food is not just fabulous, okay. but I love the owners. Okay. And they're very uh, supportive of Uncle Mary. Okay. And it's the alley on Main. Yes. Right off the square. Yes. I love the alley. Me too. Yes. But, and Sean and Christian are good friends. Okay. So, um, they've got an outdoor area. I think it's open now. Okay. Um, so, so I, I should be finished about seven. If, if I text you like 30 minutes before, that gives you enough time. That's enough time. I'm going to be just hanging around here today. So, okay. I don't have anything pressing. Yep. Now, the number that you, that you text me on, that's the number I need to text you back on, right? That's correct. Yep. That's my number. Okay. Okay. We can be at, at the alley or anywhere else. No. Uh, it's a beautiful day and we should be outside. Yes, I love the alley, so that's perfect. That's perfect. Okay. Yes. So we, we don't need to just laugh and tie 
Yes. Okay. Yes, ma'am. I love that. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Such a pleasure. All right. Bye bye. Look at the Lord. Look at the Lord. Okay, queens, kings, and good people. That's it for this episode. I know that the volume on it was terrible, so I hope that you can turn it up and actually really hear everything that Victoria said. Um, I think that we kind of weren't really concerned about the volume after we realized that we were going to reschedule. But as you listen to this, it's very clear to see just the light and the energy that is Victoria Edie Butler. And after listening to it, I actually wasn't even going to upload this because I knew the volume wasn't that great. But I just really wanted for you guys to get a snippet of who this woman is and understand that this woman will go down in history as the first black master blender who happens to be a woman. So I don't know if we realize the hugeness of that. I just enjoyed this conversation so much that I wanted to share it with you guys. I cannot wait to come back at some point and give you the full conversation between Victoria and I and all of the wonderful things that I'm looking forward to talking with her about. Hopefully we can corral Fawn in and maybe uh, do them both at the same time. But thanks for listening. There will not be these three things in this episode because we will have it once we do our official interview together, Victoria Edie Butler and I. Thanks for listening to these three things podcast. I will see you guys next week for a new episode of these three things.